on, everybody? Welcome to the awesome.com NBA strategy show presented by No House Advantage. I'm Dave Lochran coming to you live from Bucks County, Pennsylvania, joined by Josh Ingleman. At Josh Ingleman on the Twitter, you can follow me at Lafayette underscore D, L O U G H Y underscore D for all of you podcast listeners out there. So I thought to myself this morning, this might be the last NBA show you and I do together all season long, man. So let's make it the best we possibly can. I hope it's not. I uh, hope that it's would not. be a bummer. I want to certainly watch game seven, but yeah, this could be it. It's been a long, long NBA season. You know, we started this one off in October. It's now June. Feels like it happened in five seconds, but I'm excited for tonight. I'm potentially excited for Sunday. It's been a great series. It's going to be you good. Know, it is. It is. And we're on playback. It, it is. It, hell yeah, dude. It is funny, though, when you think about like an off season for basketball, it's really not that long at all. Hmm. Yeah, no, not at all. Soccer is crazy, too. Uh, schedule got dropped today. August 6th. We're back. Yeah, it's crazy. Last year, and not that I would know, but last year we had basketball go to like July 23rd or something. You and I were doing basketball. Well, they, they started in December. I know. But but what I'm saying is think about how long the off season was for yeah. for that. You had August and September, right? Three months, like, basically three months, mid-July yeah, to mid-August, mid-August, mid -August, September. Yeah. I think September the season started like it's October 19th or something this year. Yeah. So, yeah. And then this year we'll have four months. So we'll be back at it before you know it, which, which oh, yeah. excites me for sure. We'll have playback uh, for big, for big games, for big stuff. We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, hopefully this isn't the last game. I'll say this much though. It seems like everyone is heavy on Boston. I, I think the Warriors could close this out after. Oh, after yeah. Like, yeah, I, I figured you'd be not to say that they will. I, I don't have I, I mentioned on the betting video over at Odd Shopper. That'll be out shortly. I did do one yesterday. So we got two for 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 uh, for game six. But I, I do think it's one of these spots where if I'm betting Boston, I'm laying the four points. Every game's been decided by double digit points. This literally all five of them. We talked about it on playback, which was a hell of a time at game five. Ben Rasa joined us. Eric Linguist joined us for the entire second half. I'd be laying the points. If I'm betting Golden State, I'm not taking the point. I'm just going to bet the money line at this point. I, I, if I'm betting yeah. Golden State, give me the plus 150. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit about the points. I'm taking the money line. Take the extra odds. Exactly, but Boston, you know, you're not go, you're not. You, I, give me the points. I'll, or sorry, I'll, I'll lay the points on Boston. But um, I would love for there to be a game seven, just because you're going to be around my way. I'm going to yes. set something up downstairs in the basement. We're going to chill on the couch, have some drinks, and watch this game together. It's going to be a very, very good time if we get to game seven. I hope that we can. My goal is that you have to stay over because you are not capable of driving home. Likewise. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Should be fun. Yeah. I already told the wife, so oh, does he want to stay over? Like, yeah, they, they cool it there. Cool. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. It should be fun, but we got to get there first. We got to get to game seven. We Hopefully do. you guys will come hang out with us in the event that we do get there and hang out tonight. Got it over on playback. 
We had a, a lot of people watching with us last game, stuck around till the very end, and it was fun. That game had some wild swings. Massive swings. Massive swings. And all of a sudden, it was just over. Over. Right? Boston went up by several points in the third quarter. And then the, I think the craziest part for me wasn't that even Boston went up, wasn't that Golden State ended up winning by 10. It's that Golden State won by 10 when Curry was 0 for 9 from 3. And then Wiggins, Wiggins, who led the team in scoring with 26, was 0 for 6 from 3. I mean, they'd like the whole team couldn't buy a bucket no. and somehow still won. It's insane. Golden, Boston missed their first 12 threes. That was an NBA finals record. No team has started a game off missing 12 threes in a row. Then they made eight of eight from spanning from the late second to the early third quarter, made nine of 10. They now have made more threes in the postseason than any team in NBA history, actually breaking the record of the 15, 16 Golden State Warriors. Uh, so too, too smooth. LP said turnovers have been the story for Boston for sure, but also making or missing threes has been the story for Boston. And you'd think that would be more so the case with the Warriors, but it wasn't. And granted, Boston didn't shoot well from three, but the Warriors shot 22% from three. They were nine of 42 or something from three and still got that win. If Boston's yeah. not making threes and they're turning the ball over, they're losing. I mean, generally speaking, everybody is like, that's just no, no, for sure. But I just meant that Boston that's just the recipe. Really, I, I agree with you. I'm just saying that Boston has really, they, they are a team that, that, believe it or not, does in many senses live and die by the three. Sure. Of course. You know, I mean, that's just, that's just where we're at in this day and age of basketball. Surprisingly, Golden State died by the three, but was able to live somehow. That's mm -hmm. the craziest part of all of it. To think that the, the Celtics went over 12 from three to start the game and still shot 10% better from long range than the Warriors and lost by 10. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, when you go over 12 and you follow that up with uh, eight for eight, and nine for 10, uh, you really offset your stuff pretty quickly. Yeah, but still lose. Yeah, I know. It's nuts. Anyway, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to this. Looking forward to having some fun. Game seven falls on Father's Day as well. So. I know, I know, I know, I know the wife's going to get me a nice bottle for Father's Day. Always does. Cool. I'm ready to knock it back. Uh, damn right, dude. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So we won't have anywhere to go. And then the next day, there's no game. There's no nothing. So, yeah, be an absolute blast. Happy to have you guys with us, though. Hit that thumbs up if you haven't done so yet. We're 25 likes. Got 126 people watching with us. Hit that thumbs up. Takes a single second. Just when you stop in. I say, oh, I, I, I forgot. Let me hit that thumbs up. Oh, and let me subscribe to the channel if I haven't done so yet. All of that helps us greatly. We appreciate you guys being part of the family all season long. Like Josh said, October to, to mid-June. And yeah, it's crazy. It's been a long season. You got football coming up. You got You've been doing baseball videos too. I have been doing baseball yeah. videos. Strategy yeah. shows, deeper dives, the process show this morning. It's happening. It's happening, man. Golf. When's the U.S. Open? Is it this Sunday? Right now, they're already I mean, on. Sorry, they're they, already they, teed off. That's what I meant today. It's, yeah, through this Sunday. Yeah, yeah, starts today. All right, already teed off. I actually, I'm not a big golf guy. Uh, I would have liked to have remembered to get some lineups in for this, but I didn't. But I love the U.S. Open because the, just the difficulty level is so insane that you, know, you have guys 
going into the clubhouse with the lead at plus two and stuff. So, you know, it's fun. I do want to touch on something that uh, AOD said, 95 plus turnovers for Tatum in the playoffs and counting. We're seeing that stat, like that sort of stuff come up a lot. It's quite possibly the dumbest thing that I see anybody talk about because the entire list of the people that have the most turnovers are fucking studs. LeBron, Wade, Larry Bird, Shaq, LeBron. Like the only way you can get that many turnovers is to play a shit ton of playoff games. When you're going to game seven after game seven, after at least this point, game six, it's always going to be the guys that have the ball in their hands the most that play a ton of minutes and play the most games. It's a useless piece of information. Can I play devil's advocate for a second though? Like, obviously you don't want to be turning the ball over like turnovers in general are bad, but if if like LeBron James is the guy that you're beating the record for, (laughs) then like, it's not the same sort of thing. Allow me to play devil's advocate for a second though. Uh, And let's also consider the fact that Tatum's turnovers are going to be way higher because they had two seven game series, right? Yeah. And now they're also playing 41 minutes a game in the playoffs. Yes. But he has 95 turnovers. Steph Curry has 55, and he's played two fewer games. So there is a, a dramatic difference there. But Tatum's also played a lot more minutes. He's played two more games than – really only two more games than Curry? Oh, yeah, they did sweep Brooklyn. Yeah. But, yeah, look, AOD – I, I agree with Josh in that it's not good. or It's not a good stat. But I also agree that you don't want to be turning the ball over as much as Tatum has. But really, if you were to if you were to put this in context, instead of just looking at the raw totals, he's averaging 4.1 turnovers per game. It's not that crazy. Doncic in the playoffs, 3.9. Yeah. 3.9. LeBron and Steph in the 2014-15 season both average, both had 82 turnovers and 3.9 per game. Like we're not. It's the most it's the most overhyped thing narrative that's happening. Giannis averaged four and a half per game this play this postseason. Shaq had 85 turnovers in 2005. 85. How many games? How many games? 23. Yeah. Yeah. So Tatum still has more, but it's not that much more. And he probably yeah. played more minutes. So well, like Antoine's like, oh, but what was his turnover to assist ratio? He has more assists than Dwayne Wade, who has the third most turnovers. He's got more assists than Larry Bird, who has the fourth most turnovers. Shaq obviously had 1.7 assists that season. This is a this is a meaningless item to talk about. The only names you're ever going to see on this list are star players. It can't be anybody else. They're never going to play long enough. But would you not agree, though, that as a team, the turnovers uh, as a team, when you're turning the ball over at an excessive clip against a Warriors team that will take advantage of that, that is a problem. Yeah. Like just in general, when you turn the ball over the, the expectation of points for the opposing team is higher. They're like the best situations you can get, whether that's steals and fast breaks are always going to lead to the most possible points. So like, turnovers in the aggregate are a problem the boston celtics at this moment are not even close to the top of the list of aggregate turnovers 
Actually, as many turnovers per game as the Warriors. The record for turnovers in the playoffs is 424 by the Portland Trailblazers in 1977. They played 19 games and had 424. Boston this season has 330 in six more games. Right. So 100 or 90 less in six less games. The issue with Boston is that it's a lot more pronounced. It's a lot more. You, It, it feels like a lot more because – when Boston loses games, it's almost always because they have a ton of turnovers. They've really had kind of a Jekyll and Hyde postseason, if you think about it. So it's easy to look at a lot of these games and go, oh, God, they had 19 turnovers again, and Golden State created 38 points off of turnovers. You know what I mean? But then there's since, other games. Since 2014, it's the second biggest total of turnovers of any team in a playoff run behind the 15-16 Warriors. Wait, say that again? The Boston Celtics this year have the second most aggregate turnovers since 2014 of any team in a playoff run behind the Warriors in 2016. Right. And a lot of those, which are didn't exactly coming. slow the Warriors down. No, no, exactly. And, and a lot of those are this Boston team's kind of similar. Like I said, they, they, that Warriors team, you said the 15, 16 Warriors. Yeah. It's the same one that Boston just broke the three point record in the postseason. I guess was the 15, 16 Warriors. That was the it's, Warriors it's, team that, that, that it's, gave it's up the three. Was that the Warriors team that lost in three? Yeah. Yeah. But still, like, they were dominant. Yeah. They're the, yeah, they're, they were exceptional. One of the greatest teams of all time. I'm not, four, since 2014, the Warriors have four of the six biggest turnover totals because those guys play the most games. Mm -hmm. All right, last thing on this. Kevin Hines said, that being said, Tatum needs to turn it over less. That, he kind of, it kind of, it would be really difficult for him to turn it over less because, and, and I'm not over here like riding for Jason Tatum. I don't really care at, at all. I, I, I'm not a Celtics fan. I, I'm not a Tatum fan. If Sixers could have had him. I would be a much bigger fan uh, in the event that they had him. But yeah, I bet, but you're, you're still talking about a player that is playing for easy 40 plus minutes per game. He's averaging 85 touches per game this series. Curry's at 77, right? No one else is close. 85 touches per game. When you're touching the ball as much as he is, when you're playing averaging 41 minutes per night, four turnovers actually doesn't look that bad. Trey yeah. Young turned it over like 6.3 times per game or something in, in that series against Miami. Yeah, like, look, turnovers are incredibly overrated in terms of one the guys that are going to get the most of them are just guys that are going to have the ball two aggressive turnovers generally means you're creating in some way uh, like you're willing to take more chances it's no different than football where like a high like uh, like the year that Jameis threw like you know 35 touchdowns and 25 picks or whatever an interception isn't really all that bad in general in the NFL, but people freak out about it. It's not that kind of like problematic play. People just overrate coughing the ball up for reasons I'm not entirely sure about. Who do you think led the league in turnovers per game this year? Oh, I don't know, Westbrook? Luca. Okay, yeah, there you go. Four and a half per game. Yeah. Your MVP, Luka Doncic, was fifth in turnovers. 
at 3.8 per game. And that's across 33 Jokic, minutes per game. Mean, what did I say? You said your MVP, Luca. I meant, I meant your MVP, Jokic, was fifth. Yeah. He played 34 minutes per game. If he played 41 minutes per game, Lucas, or Jokic is probably turning over five times. Yeah. So, yeah, it is what it is. Anyway, let's talk some basketball. Glad you guys are joining us. What a fun series this has been. Really. Like, I, I'm so glad that we got a good series. And and, and screw all of the, the – oh, the games have, have been decided by a lot of points. Yeah, it's all in the fourth quarter. Like, teams pull away and there's been crazy runs. But I'm excited to get into this one because there's so much that we talked about for game five that is even more pertinent now. Like, how about Robert Williams playing another 30 minutes? Uh, how about Kevon Looney getting in foul trouble but still playing over 13 minutes in the second half, being plus 12 in 17 minutes? Or what about Wiggins, who leads the team in rebounding and by far in potential rebounds, putting up another 13 boards in that game? I, everything we saw from game four – and kind of suspected we could see again, it came to fruition. I hate this series so much when we're trying to analyze this stuff. I'm, I'm at tough. the point now where I can't do it. Like you're, you're mentioning Robert Williams minutes. It's like, yeah, but what in the world do we project him for here? Like I'm giving, does Looney I'm, play more? Does Looney play less? Does Gary Payton play 12 minutes again or 26? <laughs> I'll tell you how many minutes I'm giving both of those guys. Right. I'm giving Looney 22. Don't think that's crazy at all. You're probably giving him like 19 or 20, which I get, but I'm giving him 22. I gave uh, him 24. Oh, okay. <laughs> you gave Looney 20. I think there's definitely upside for more, but yeah, I'm giving Looney 22. Uh, I give him 24 and I don't get him at all. Oh, I can understand that for sure. I love him from a betting standpoint though. Six and a half rebound prop today. I'm hammering that. And I have... Oh, I have. I got him at 8.2. There you go. Yeah. And I'm just saying, like, it's he's gone over he's gone over this in four or five games, and his minutes are all over the place. So, yeah. And I'm giving Robert Williams 30 again. I did not. I can understand. Uh, I, have, I have him at 28. That's fair. There's just too much downside for him, and his downside is I am not on the floor at all. Not I'm just not playing well. But I don't hear – Here's where I came to this conclusion because I totally understand going under 30. Here's how I arrived at 30. Game five, game four, if he didn't tweak his knee, he's playing probably 35. Yeah. Game five, uh, if this game isn't a blowout at the end, he's probably playing at least 32 or so, 33. Yeah. But the biggest thing for me is go ahead and look at the plus minuses in this game. Tatum, minus 13. Horford, minus 19. Brown, minus 19. Smart, minus 9. Grant Williams, minus 18. Derek White, minus 13. That's everybody in the rotation. Um, I guess if you want to consider Peyton Pritchard in the rotation, whatever. He played a couple minutes. All of those guys, horrible. Horrible plus. Robert Williams, plus 11 in 30 minutes. He's elite rebounders, particularly offensively. Great defender, super athletic. Uh, he great shot blocker. I think, I think Yudoka is going to want him out there. Oh yeah. I, I have no doubt that they want Robert Williams to play as many minutes as he can possibly handle. We've seen him take himself out of games. We know that the knee bothers him. 
His downside is playing one rotation and not being able to be out on the floor again yep. after it's over. So this I have to like offset his 34s with sixes somehow. I get that. I, and look, I, 20, so, 28 brought him out of my, I got him in 37% of my sim. So 28 lineup, 28% works. So I entirely get that. This is where I came to where I arrived at 30 was very simply, this is game six. You need to play buddy. I don't think it's that. E- I don't. I don't think it's that kind of indis- in- injury. I do. He tweaked his knee and then he came back a couple of days later and played thirty minutes. I don't. I don't think it's something he can just play through. But he just did. I. I know that he has done that. I don't think that that's just like how it works. But I don't think like if if he's if he tweaks it a little bit in the first quarter, there's no like I can gut this out. He's not, you don't want him out there if he's not the guy that he can be. He doesn't bring enough to the table otherwise if he can't be the guy that's closing out on a three-point shooter and getting back to the rim. He's useless then. I don't know if we have anything to substantiate that though. Like when he came out with a few minutes left in that other game, they were up by what, 20? We saw it in what? Was it game two where he was just like very visibly labored and then yeah. Golden State got back in the game. Was it game two? It was either game one. Maybe it was game one. I, don't I know. thought it was game two. But they were already up a game in the series. You know, this is a little bit different. It was game two. You ready for this? Robert mm-hmm. Williams in 126 minutes of this series against Golden State is plus 31. He is. Uh, the only guy of relevance in this, the only guy that's going to play more than uh, 10 minutes today that is positive for Boston. Grant Williams minus 37, Derek White minus 36, Horford minus 29, Smart minus 20, Tatum minus 19. Wait, in the series? In the series. Whoa. Peyton Pritchard is plus 22 in 59 minutes. He's not really playing. Wow. Yes. Yeah, it's it's Luke Cornett, Aaron Neesmith, Peyton yep. Pritchard, Nick Stauskas. I'm going down the list of guys that are after Robert Williams. Sam Hauser, Juwan Morgan, Malik Fitz, and yep. then Jalen Brown with a solid plus zero. minus of zero. Yep. He's yep. 31 plus better 31. than the next closest rotation player? 31. He's 16 of 18 from the field. Give me, get what? He is 16 of 18 from the field. Hey, give me those 30 on minutes. 8% usage. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all putbacks or alley oops, but I don't care. Hey, Jason, putbacks. Jason Tatum, 50% true shooting. Jalen Brown, 52% true shooting. That's that's startling. Jalen Brown is shooting 11 of 36 from three. He's having you a know what, Do you know what Tatum is shooting from three? Think about this. His true shooting is slightly below 50%. Who's He's it? shooting 47.5% from three in the series. Tatum? 19 of 40. So he's just been awful everywhere else? He can't buy a bucket that isn't a three. He is... 19 of 62 from two, 30 and a half percent. Wow. Wow. 
right. If Jason Tatum could make a bucket inside the three-point line, this entire series would be different. Yeah, last game would have been a whole lot different as well. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. It just shows you how good Robert Williams has been too, though. I would have never expected Grant Williams to have nine three-pointers taken through six, five games. Think about Ooh. what he did against that against the Bucks. He's he's taken nine threes. Yeah, he's been a non-factor. They'd rather Derek, have Derek White, forty-four percent from three. Al Horford, fifty-eight percent from three. Yeah, and for what it's worth, I'm not buying that on White. I have the under one and a half threes today on Derek White. I'm not buying that. Uh, mm. He's he's a thirty percent three-point shooter, and. I think he could continue to lose minutes the more Horford and Robert Williams play alongside each other. They played 18 minutes next to each other last game, and a lot of that came in the second half, Josh. He shot a little over five per game so far. So, wait, actually, that's not true. 23 divided by five, 4.6 per game. So, of could lose minutes. Would he put, yeah, he was not good either. Robert Williams of his 16 uh, made field goals. You have 10 dunks. No, sorry, 10 layups and six dunks. <laughs> Four of them were alley-oops. One was a tip-in. That's what he does. It is what he does. His average two-point shot distance is 3.5 feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. All right. Um, this is good information, though. Like, we, look, you guys. We're running out of shit to talk about anyway. I, I'd rather talk about it like this, though. Give, you, you can you make, give people opportunity to make their minds up on their own. Just give them yeah. what, how the series has gone. Once you get five games into it, I'd much rather talk about that, how the series has gone, who's been better in the series, how we can try to accurately project the minutes than just being like, yeah, Curry's good at captain. That doesn't help right. anybody. No, it certainly doesn't. Harry is good at captain. Uh, Tatum. Seven, 17 stocks in the series for Robert Williams. In five games. In one of those games, he only played 14 minutes. 12 blocks, five steals. And those numbers are had, two and four and three and four for Brown and Tatum, respectively. What was the optim, What was the winning lineup last game? Do, do you do you remember what it was? I remember you read it off. I'm assuming I'll pull it. I'll pull up what the optimal was right now because this was something you and I had talked about a lot. That hey, because I'm assuming Wiggins was was the captain. I don't know shit anymore. Uh, that was well, the 13th. The reason I say that, and, and while you look this up, we we talked extensively about how hey, this mid range could be the spot where you're just getting great captains and then leveling it out with, with a lot of other high price guys. Now, obviously Steph Curry wasn't particularly good last game. So that's why I would love to know what, what, what it was. Cause I don't remember Wiggins, captain Tatum, Brown, clay, Draymond, Gary Payton. Yeah. So no Curry, but you did have Tatum and Brown. Yep. Yeah. Wiggins at cap. And, and Wiggins the was the captain in the top three, uh, optimal lineups. And you only had to go cheap at one spot. Yeah, you didn't have to go to a 1k player, you didn't have to do anything crazy like that. No. I like it. It is 
A little different today, though. Gary Payton's price comes up almost $1,000 on DraftKings. I mean, nobody is particularly cheap. I, I think Otto Porter's price should have come down even further. Uh, I still anticipate him starting and playing less and playing 14, 15 minutes. We talked about that as well. Yeah. Um, that, I think, is where it gets a little bit tricky, for sure. There just isn't much good value at all. There is not. There's nothing to be found. It's it's Gary Payton. It's Grant Williams, if you want him. It's Nemanja Bialica at 1,600, and that is basically it. This is very, very difficult. There are a couple spots where I want to be a lot higher on a guy, a couple spots where I want to be a lot lower on a guy. But when it comes to value, if we just want to say like sub 5K guys, Grant Williams is 13% owned, showed up in my sim 9% of the time. Peyton Pritchard, 14% owned, showed up in my sim 7% of the time. Either way, not frequently. Porter, 11 for me, 11 in ownership. Peyton, 20 for me, 16 in ownership. Bielitsa, 22 for me, 17 in ownership. All of these guys that we're naming as value plays are like, not all that interesting. And the chances are like one of all of those guys is going to be in the, the optimal and you're dead in the water if you don't get that guy correct. And it's really tough to say who it's going to be. I mean, naturally you could go, yeah, it's going to be Peyton. Sure, but he's not, he's not very, he's cheap. Don't get me wrong, but Peyton could also play 13 minutes again. So yep. he's no lock himself. No, terrifying guy today. The awesome, uh, awesome. What's that? The stochastic. <laughs> Didn't take a while to get used to me saying that. I said Osimo and stochastic interchangeably on the three videos that I used earlier I get today. It. Like I, I get just it. can't. Take a while. It's been four years. <laughs> four years. Yeah. I like it though. I'm I'm hundred percent on board with this rebrand. I think it looks it's good. like imagine having to call someone Bruce forever. And now it's just like, no, the name's Caitlin. It happens all the time these days. I know. It's yeah. hard, right? Like every once in a while, you're just gonna slip up and say Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, you should not be faulted for honest mistakes. I mean, nothing by it. Now, were those just random names you pulled out of your head? First things like first names I could think of. Right. Yeah. It is interesting because there is someone who transitioned from Bruce to Caitlin Jenner. Yeah. 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 Of course. I could have seen that one coming. Yeah. But the stochastic ownership projections entirely free today. 100% free. Could be the last game. Settle down, Jordan. It's all right. Uh, always, always. It's like, it's, I mean, he's saying, he literally just used an example of something that I thought was very relevant. Actually, I thought that was a good example. Yeah. That was a great example. It is. You get used to saying things. That's all. Yeah. Can't, can't, it's nobody's fault. Indians, Redskins, Guardians, football team, commanders. This stuff is tough. It is. Very difficult. Very difficult. It's tough to live life. No, but really, ownership projections entirely free. And uh, MLB player projections also totally free today. Do we, have a, do we have a day slate for baseball? I have no idea. Me neither. I'm assuming I mean, it's a Thursday. We must. Usually get some good matinees. Jordan shit nodding his head viciously. Viciously up and down uh, to uh, confirm. Four game early slate. Okay. Five game main slate. Four. Okay. Anyway, they're free. 
Same with the stochastic ownership projections. It's funny. I, I have, I usually, I'm, I'm someone, I'm bad when it comes to tabs. I just have tabs all, I leave tabs up throughout a season, like certain tabs that I use for all of my research. Hmm. And I just refreshed the awesome ones and you got the stochastic logo up there. Times are changing boys. Anyway, uh, do you think it makes sense that Tatum is getting significantly more captain spot ownership than everybody else? Yes, I do. I actually have him higher than that. Tell um, me why. Because his minutes are going to be 44 if this one's competitive. Uh, I expect Jason Tatum to play every single minute of the second half. I think he's going to sit at like the seven or eight minute mark of the first quarter and then never leave the floor again. And it's not going to be the same on the opposite side. Because Curry is $400 more expensive than Jason Tatum. And I don't think that you can project their minutes even close to each other, which makes it, to me, impossible to get to Curry in the captain spot. He's 15% owned at captain. I think that might be the worst play of the day. Clearly, Steph Curry can go bananas. But he is not even remotely close to... You cannot expect Steph's minutes to look like Jalen Brown's minutes. And I expect Tatum to play more than Jalen Brown. I think Steph is very, very difficult to get to today, given his price. You think and Curry on the opposite is? side, I think it's very easy to get to Jason Tatum. Okay, yeah. What about Jalen Brown? Love him. I like him more than the current captain ownership, too. These guys are playing – they both played, I believe, 44 minutes in the last one. Jalen Brown, I think, played 40 in the two games previous to that. He's not playing less than 40 minutes today, barring foul trouble or if this game is just simply – over i think he's playing 44 46 minutes again today these guys just should look better to me and they do look better to me than they do in the current ownership i want to get to some of these mid-range players as well but uh while we're at it no house advantage if you haven't checked it out yet bring me an entirely new way to enjoy dfs player prop contests 100 peer-to-peer levels the playing field very solid stuff they got 500 plus props offered over there every single new user as well Gets a $25 deposit bonus when they sign up. Okay, so this is where this is where I'm really gonna have to 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 get this right, Josh, because the promo code now is stochastic, right? Yes. And it's so funny that people it's it's so funny that people are like, oh how am I supposed to spell that? It's like, yeah, because you had an easy time at first spelling awesome. Stop it. Mm-hmm. There's nobody out there that just immediately was spelling awesome correctly. How many times yeah. did people we had people that were employees at our company for a while that couldn't spell. Awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, the amount of emails that I used to get when I ran the support thing where people would talk shit but spell Awesomeo wrong. We had people try to apply to Awesomeo, spelling yes. it wrong in their applications and in their emails. If That's you can't massive... get the name of the company right, you're not going to work here. I was just going to say, if you get that wrong, I won't. I will probably. And, and you could say, call I me. I deleted it immediately. I'm not even reading because it's it's not that you don't need to be good at spelling. It's if you can't take the time to spell the name of the company right that you would like to work for you, then you clearly are your attention to detail is shit. Yes. If you if you apply at Google and in the seven times you write it, you call it goggle every time they're going (laughs) to throw your shit in the garbage. That's just how this works. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Now, people are going to spell stochastic wrong constantly, too, because people are people. But uh, yeah, Osimo didn't exactly roll off the tongue. And a thousand people, every half the people just assumed that it was some South Park knockoff, which wasn't true either. So no, it's not like anybody the, was nailing I the, it. I have the Cartman back there, the Osimo Cartman. But that's one because it's amazing. Like you could yeah. play, it just it's awesome. Right. And I, I love South Park. That's one of the best episodes. And also, it's funny because it's still pronounced the same. But no, yes. it has nothing to do with South Park. Anyway, no. promo code Stochastic, S-T-O-K-A-S-T-I-C. It's no harder than Osimo. S-T-O-K-A-S-T-I-C. Uh, gets you $25 when you sign up. The best thing about No House Advantage is you're, you're, all of the props are static. They don't change throughout the day. And I love that because if they're posting lines on these props the night before, you can go and compare them to our No House Advantage uh, player prop tool, our, our projections, our no house advantage optimal lineup tool. It's, it's free every day of the week, 365 days a year. Compare it to Odd Shopper, uh, where you can just, instead of going to every book and seeing where it's at, you can just click on each prop and we'll pull it up for you. It's, there, there, there is an edge at no house advantage. You're building lineups with props. The ones you like the most go at the top, they get the most points. The ones you're most confident in, least confident in go at the bottom, they get the fewest points. Uh, yeah, it's a fun place to play. All the tools that we have for No House Advantage are free, and you get $25 deposit bonus when you sign up with the promo code STOKASTIC, S-T-O-K-A-S-T-I-C. All right, mid-range. I've just been in love with the mid-range all series long. I think it's the yeah. best mid-range, really, of any series that we've gotten throughout the postseason. Yeah. Because you have Thompson, you have Robert Williams, you have Draymond Green, you have, I'm going to throw Marcus Smart in there too, Andrew Wiggins. I think you could still consider them mostly mid-range. Reason is that a lot of these guys, people get gun-shy on going to, or they just have a couple of bad games but still have the upside, be it Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins coming off a game where he was the optimal captain, uh, Clay Thompson a few games ago. I don't know if he finished as the optimal captain in game three when we did that playback, but he was – no, because Curry went off. But Clay was the optimal for like three quarters of that game. All of these guys could win you tournaments at your captain spot, and that's all that matters. Oh, yeah. I've got multiple options of high-level captains, whether that's smart, in my opinion, Horford, Draymond, Clay, Wiggins to a degree, Robert Williams. There's a lot to be found here. That whole section um, – it just makes it easier to fill out the rest of your lineup because we, we talk about it. We don't have the – we don't have the value at the bottom. So you have to manufacture it somewhere else and you manufacture it by being in the mid tier. I'm going to be heavy on Al Horford. Once again, that should be no surprise to anybody that uh, has watched this show, but I'm going straight back to the well. He's the guy that I want to get to the most over where the public is currently. If you had to pick your three favorite mid range players today from, yeah. and I'm just going to go from Wiggins down to Horford, because you already said you don't have any loonies. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six. That's, seven, that's six players in that range. Who are your top three? Al Horford, for sure, is one. That's not close for me. Um, Are we saying like relative to ownership or just like yeah, 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 how sure. good I think they are? Uh, relative to ownership or how much okay. you have of them. Okay. Cause like, I like clay and Draymond 
a lot more than I like Derek White, but I like Derek White a lot more than the public does. Okay. Like I, I think what you... I think Marcus Smart is basically properly owned. I think Robert Williams is basically properly owned. I want to get to a lot more Horford. I want to get to more Derek White. I think like Clay and Draymond are both properly owned. So I don't have, but like, I also think that they're in an optimal lineup 50 something percent of the time. So Clay and Draymond will succeed more frequently. I think you'll make more money by having more Derek White. Man, if only you could bet North Carolina, because you would probably like the fact that Al Horford points and rebounds is at 16 and a half. Let's see where I have it. 19 and a half. Yeah. I got him in for 34 minutes again, and I think I'm light if I'm being – I'm more likely to go to 35 than I am to 33. How many points, rebounds, and assists do you have him for? 22.9. Yeah, points, rebounds, and assists is even money at 20 and a half for Horford. But uh, the points and rebounds does look pretty nice, and the over is only at minus 120. I like that. People are sleeping on him again. I cannot wait. I want to talk about it when we get to live before lock tonight. I'm going to have the, the, the industry consensus on minutes, and I have no doubt in my mind that I'm going to be higher than the public. 32 on- minutes and 50 seconds in game number five is what Al Horford played. He missed the final 142 plus 119, so call it three more minutes. Al Horford was set to play. 35 minutes and 50 seconds if that game didn't get out of hand for the final three minutes of the game. You're definitely going to be projecting him higher than, than other people. I, I think so. I mean, I don't know what, how you project him for less. I don't know how you can do anything below 34, and I don't necessarily think 34 is correct either. Even just looking at that prop at 16 and a half. I, that's what I mentioned to you when Robert Williams was at 14 and a half the other day, right? Yeah. Like that to me, and I know you had him projected at 18 and a half. I had him well over 14 and a half. He got there easy, but you know it was because his minutes were underrepresented based yeah. on what we had seen. And he went and played 30 minutes. Now his points rebounds are at 16 and a half. Quite frankly, I still like it because I think he plays around 30 minutes. But uh, yeah, you get the point. If, if you nail the rotations or even get close, you're going to have a nice day for DFS. You're going to have an even better day for betting. Because there's certain spots we just don't know. Yeah, yeah no, that, that's that's a good point. Yeah, that's a really good point. You know, I, th- this isn't just one of those things where it's like, all right, Reggie Bullock plays 44 minutes, Finney Smith plays 44, Luka Doncic plays 40, uh, Dwight Powell plays eight. I'm just giving you a random example of a team where the only question mark there was, you know, is it Maxi Kleber that gets the minutes or does Dinwiddie get some more minutes? That was the only question. But with yeah. this... Horford's minutes have 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 varied. Robert Williams and with the knee, his minutes have 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 been you know kind of volatile, not as much lately. Derek White, Grant Williams. There's so many question marks when it comes to playing time for this Boston team. And and you know what? Similarly, I think you could say the same with Golden State. Does Otto Porter keep playing 14 minutes? Does Looney get back to 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 you know low mid 20s, maybe more today? There's there's a lot of unknowns. There really are. It's oh, it's going to be so much fun to like watch and break down and talk about, particularly on playback tonight. Yeah, throw that banner up, Jordan. Hopefully, you guys hang. We everyone that's everyone that's come over there has said almost uniformly this platform is awesome. 
this is the the new this is the way we should be watching basketball games watching sporting events at this point sure so is it's fun all you have to do is authenticate your tv provider it takes a second to sign up and do that it's sweet can we talk about some value here i, I know you don't have mm. looney i i like looney yeah. a little bit more than you do um i think his price i think he's probably a little overpriced not not going to deny that but in the same breath, he's getting 18% owner, not cap, just 18% ownership. I think that is low for a guy that can play 28 minutes. And we saw play 28 minutes just two games ago. Uh, and someone who, you know, we saw in game five against Dallas, 40 fantasy points. We saw in game two against Dallas, 40 fantasy points. We saw in game five against Memphis, game six, sorry, against Memphis, 40 fantasy points. These are recent performances. And you have three 40 fantasy point performances from Kevon Looney over his last, what, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 games. So if he's really, if he's getting that little ownership and he can get maybe 28 minutes, 30 minutes again, I'm willing to take some shots there just because I think the ceiling is high enough for an elite rebounder and a guy that can get some, some easy layups around the basket. Yeah, look, uh, there's certainly a path for Looney to play more minutes. I don't love this series for him just because... Robert Williams, Grant Williams, Al Horford. There's a lot of big enough bodies down there where sure. it's, it's going to operate a little bit differently than it did in that series against Dallas. Um, but he's just one of the few guys on Golden State that I think legitimately has variability in playing time. And that's sort of one of the things that you could try to take advantage of. If you think that Looney can play 28 minutes instead of what everybody thinks is 24, then you're going to end up way above the field on Kavon Looney. I think that's a reasonable stand to take at 13% aggregate ownership right now. Right. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, that's low. It is. Now, like, I agree with it because I don't think that he's going to get those. Minutes, I get that. But it is not at all outside the realm of possibility that he just has to play more. He is Draymond Green foul trouble away from just picking up a couple extra minutes. I don't yeah. think they're going to want to go to this Andre Godala at the five nonsense look again. It does not work. No, he looks awful. He, he does not look good. And, and, and let's be real. It's not like Otto Porter has looked particularly good either. Not exactly spry. Otto Porter has not looked great. They, Kevon Looney is the guy that you would want. Is the two guys, in my opinion, that, that I would want on the floor if I'm Steve Kerr, that aren't the starters, are Gary Payton and Kevon Looney. I, from yeah. what everything that you and I have watched, just forget about all the, the actual numbers. Just overall, you and us watching these last few three games, I think we both said on no numerous occasions that look at the impact Gary Payton is making. Look at the impact Kevon Looney's making when they're out there. I can't imagine I've said that once about Porter or, or Andre Iguodala outside of negative impact. No. I've been surprised with what they've gotten out of Bielitsa. He's held up better in the switches yeah, than I fine. truly expected. But, like, I don't think he's going to suddenly fall into a bunch of time. No, I don't think so either. I do think getting 50% off on an entire month of everything that we have over at Stochastic is amazing. Formerly Awesome-O, for those of you that are jumping in now saying, what the hell is that? Stochastic, S-T-O-K-A-S-T-I-C. Get used to it. We're not going anywhere. Nothing's changed outside of the name and the branding. We're all still here. And all the tools are fucking sweet. I mean, they're the best out there. They're the best. You Sorry, we had to. You know, I'm riffing here, Josh. Mm -hmm. uh, no, really, though, they're the best tools you're going to find. Ownership projections, player projections, top stack tools, boom bust tools, all of our simulation tools that, I mean, so many of the, the best, so many of the people that 
win a ton of money. Um, so many of the pros, whether it's at Awesomeo or or not at Awesomeo that use the tools, will tell you that there are a lot of sports that they use those tools for that they don't really know the sports well at all, if at all. And, and that's what makes it so valuable, especially with NBA coming to a close. You might be like, yeah, but why would I do this? Why would I do this for a month without NBA? It's exactly why you should, because you have basketball or you have baseball. You have every other league you can think of. Hockey is hockey still going, but even when it's not uh, tennis, soccer, UFC, NASCAR, PGA still in full swing. What else am I thinking? Oh, esports. If, if they have contests out there, we have content for it. Tools across the board, all of them created by Awesomeo himself, Alex Baker, and, and helped managed by a lot of amazing players and guys who are much smarter than myself. So use the promo code NBA Strategy Show, all one word, all caps, when you go to awesomeo.com slash join. Uh, so yes, yeah, Stochastic Plus, it's every tool that we have on the site. Nothing held back, everything for the month, 50% off, 50% off the top. And if you want to get the Fantasy Cruncher add-on, you can do that as well. All right. Oh, and we have the new high stakes ownership projections too, which is pretty sweet. Let's do it. Value here, you talked about it. We can wrap it with this. Are there any, well, I, I'm assuming you haven't built lineups yet, but. I have not. Yeah, me neither. And we, we, that's why Live Before Lock is here. We got Deeper Dive Live Before Lock tonight. Are there any other spots down here that are worth talking about? Or is this just a, a spray and pray situation? Is this a spot where you'd rather just not get any 1K players at all? I mean, that's, I guess, the, the, ba- no. the way to put it. No, I think I think Nemanja Bielica is a legitimately solid option at 1600. It, it is a path to save some salary and have a mildly different build. He's 17% owned. I completely agree with it. He's going to play a rotation, at least the way that this has been going. He's going to start the second quarter, play X amount of minutes, potentially start the fourth quarter and get one or two or three more. Um, that's the only guy that I'd really have any interest in. In theory, you could take a shot on Andre Iguodala since they had no problem unearthing him for game five. You have to assume that he can get in and play a couple of minutes in game six. So Bielitsa and Iggy are the only two people that I'd be willing to go to in the one case. Shout out to Ritz. Those playback watch parties are a level up way to watch games. Hell yeah. They are. Hell yeah. They are. We had a lot of fun with you guys watching those and hopefully we get two more. Worst case scenario, we get one more of them tonight. So let's make it worthwhile. You, 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 I know you weren't feeling great after working out since you were coming off uh, off of the COVID and then it was bad. Working out. You, you doing better now? Had a good work. Yesterday was a squat day. Felt good when I left. It did, All right, so you'll have a couple glasses of wine, maybe maybe a little rum tonight. You'll you'll hang. This could be it, dude. We're gonna have a good time. Uh, probably okay. <laughs> not throwing any cocktails back. What'd you say? Probably not throwing any cocktails. Maybe back. a couple glasses of wine. You know, loosen up a little bit. We'll see. Maybe maybe rip a couple shots of hundred proof. No. No. Maybe eat a few blue caps. Sure. <laughs> now we're talking. I love how you say yes to that. Because it won't make me feel bad. Oh, man. They can make you feel real bad. You've never once had a bad experience uh, with psilocybin? I've, I've had, had many. Terrible experiences. I watched terrible. The, I, watched... I tried to convince my wife to call the ambulance. Oh, that's right. I watched. The I thought dog. I died by myself. I cried for an I, hour alone. I watched the dog fall off of a balcony. Yeah, I don't need that in my life. But I'm also going to wake up the next morning and not be hungover. 
And I looked down and thank God he was scurrying around in the gutter because that, can you imagine how South things go when that happens? I'm down, I'm at the beach house, you know, hanging out. And I just see this thing because a buddy of mine brought his girlfriend who had a puppy just scurries off. And I go, Oh my, Oh no. Watch a buddy of mine fall down a flight of 25 steps, crack his head bottom, and I'm just (laughs) not good. And yeah, either way, I I know how to deal with it now. Those things aren't going to affect me any longer. I can't have, I can't have a bad trip any longer. Oh, I I would have, I haven't done it. I haven't done it since I was now. Let me be more specific. I would have to take heroic amounts. Right. You give me seven grams or something like that. Oh, I mean, that's, yeah, that could be bad. I think that, I, I think that that trip can go anyway. You, you give you me any sort of manageable yeah. eighth down dose, totally fine. Not going to affect me. Put me anywhere you want. I did them frequently between the age of 16 and 19. I have not done them since and generally did not have good experiences. I would be willing to re-experiment though, now that I'm older, but, um, I would I would imagine that me doing a show would not go over well. Oh, I I would do great on a you show. Think? Yeah, but well, no, like in my mind, yeah. But people would be like, "Can you stop talking about how bright the Best Buy logo is?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, like I've never really had that it color. Oh, I, just... I, I've had wild tracers coming out the fingers. My fingers extend. I look at myself in the mirror and I look like a goblin. Oh, uh, no, nothing. Any you never e- everything. It's uh, everything for me just seems like I changed all of the color settings on a TV, like tint up, contrast up, like yeah, brightness sure. and whatever. All of that. That's what I get the most. Like color becomes a weird thing. I'll tell you what the worst thing in the world is. Salvia. Yeah, I don't, I don't work. I'm good don't. on that. I don't need that don't. in my life. Dude, there's nothing enjoyable about it. And I don't care anyone say you went, went, you went to a spiritual place. That's good for you. Not me. I was trying to unstick myself from the ceiling for what felt like 36 <laughs> hours. Dude, I was crawling on the ceiling like a spider, looking down upon people who were there and it was not fun at all. I don't, need, I don't need that in my life, man. And when I came to, I was on the countertop holding on to each side of it. Not good. I, I mean, that stuff. And then it just, I can't believe it's legal. That should not be legal. That yeah. should not be legal, man. No, I don't, I don't need that in my life. But you give me mushrooms, I'm good, man. I'm if, good. if I turn into a tarantula and, and don't know how to get off the ceiling, Probably. And, and, you know, the thing is, it only is like five minutes, but it feels like eternity. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I think it'd be pretty fun to fuck around as a tarantula. Not when not when you don't know how to get down. Well, maybe you don't need that's where you're up because nobody else is coming to get you. That's a safe space. It's not. The it's ceiling not. is a very safe place for a tarantula. Anytime that you can be shot into another dimension. Yet your eyes are actually still open. That's crazy. It's like sobering, DMT man. going to see the elves. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll find out on Sunday. I uh, I, I watched the I'll Joe bring, Rogan experience. I'll bring the salvia for your baby. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the Joe Rogan, I, I, an older one with Paul Stamets, who's just like a, you know, what I'm talking about. Man. Yeah. 
Great episode. If Great I could remember, I don't remember what his actual like m- medical title is. Like it's, it's a real, it's a real word, but I don't know. Yeah, it's it like is. myo something to do yeah. with fungus. Yeah, yeah. Like a, yeah. He's a doctor of mushrooms. I don't know. Don't do salvia, friends. Do mushrooms though. Advocating for that. And for what it's worth, I'm what 35 now. I was, I guess, 18, 19 at the time. But that sticks with you. That stuff sticks with you. Probably, it would probably be in your best interest to do it now when you have a stronger brain. Yeah, but at the same time, if you do that stuff and your like entire house, metaphorically speaking, isn't in order, oh, yeah. I feel like it can almost be worse. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't need repressed thoughts and feelings running back to me as I'm stuck to, to the ceiling. No, well, that should tell you to get your shit together. I mean, I do my I do my story. best, but I'm not I'm not perfect, man. You know, I hear you. matter of fact, I'm far from I am. I am. I'm a difficult oh. person to deal with. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So that's my concern is that I do. And I'm like, oh, no, here it comes. I'm horrible. Yeah. Everybody hates me. I always <laughs> do my taxes late. <laughs> <laughs> No, not like I can that. never put the dishes away. Oh, I do. I do. I do pretty good with most stuff, but you know, anyway, appreciate you. Shout out to no house advantage for sponsoring this show. You're damn right. El Negro Loco sign up $25 first deposit bonus using the promo code stochastic S T O K A S T I C. We've had a good time today and uh, we didn't lose any viewers since we started talking about, well, listen, can you fault us? We got through the show. We talked. I thought that was a phenomenal breakdown today of this game. Then we had some fun. I think we crushed today. And we had some fun. Yeah. If if we get a game seven, uh, I'm not on the strategy show with you, unfortunately. But um, but you will do psilocybin for playback stream. We'll see. <laughs> um, we should we should do a giveaway, like a pretty big giveaway, if we get to game seven on playback. What are you thinking? I don't know. We'll, we'll brainstorm, but lots of people should get in the door because of us. All right. You still have to get your tattoo. I do. Like now. It's easier said than done, but yeah. All right. Appreciate you guys hanging out as always. Shout out to the wonderful producer extraordinaire, Jordan Klein. See, we made it, Jordan. We're good. Follow Josh at Josh Engelman. Me at Lafay underscore D, and we'll catch you back here tonight, live before lock. Then we're going to go straight into playback. MLB Is the MLB live before lock coming up at 12 or now? 12? 12, 12.15? 12, or 12? Yeah, well, it, around that time. 12.30. 12.30 MLB. So it's live before lock for the early slate. You'll have MLB deeper dive as well. We'll be with you throughout the day. Peace.